0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Big Brother Club for Grown Men, a podcast where we discuss life and all its surrounding factors. My name is Chris Blunt, and let's have a conversation. Welcome back, everybody. Ah, we back at it again. I feel good getting all these episodes in and just working with, uh, good people and meeting good people in general this episode we kind of dip into fear and it turned into just such a wonderful conversation where everybody was a bit vulnerable I love the fact that we had like a great age range in this one Uh, we had uh, one of my good friends his dad and who his dad is a friend of mine as well uh, his dad joined the group so you know we got we got ages 67 to 25 the young brother right so we all had a, a great time talking it was very much great grown man talk about fear anxiety and how we were affected uh it's, it's beautiful and we had a wonderful time it was a great evening of course you know that the, the conversation was flowing before and after recording so that's always a big plus and i'm, I'm, I'm so grateful i'm very grateful to have this this platform this space to share with brothers. So yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. All right, y'all, how y'all doing this That's evening? Hey, doing well. Thank you. Thank you. you thank you so so much. Thank you all for um coming in on this evening uh to talk <sighs> with me uh with the show. I, I've been like thinking about doing this and I was a little nervous about it because the irony, fear about a show about fear. But because it was one of the things where like, how do you address that? You know what I'm saying? There are there are certain things that people are comfortable talking about. And then there are certain things that like, is just unsettling in general. And one of those is fear and the level of vulnerability that it talk- that it causes. But this is, this show, and this show is based upon being vulnerable and talking in general. So I wanna thank y'all all for coming here. I think we have only one repeat person <laughs> in here, which is great. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, what I like to do is I like to go around the room and have everybody introduce each other and then give a little bit about them. So I, I will start off with a question, right? Um, what is your earliest fear that you remember? So, all right. So you just say your name and tell me what's the earliest fear that you
1: remember. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm Marquise. Um, the earliest I would think is like doing the talent show as a kid, mm-hmm. like singing in front of everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. I st- still gets me to this day, like, I still get, like, jitters just, like, five minutes before. Mm-hmm. But then, like, once I'm in it, I'm in it. But that fear of, like, failing in front of everyone and, like, laughter, I think. Or mm-hmm. being judged. and I-, I wasn't, like, 100% me back then. And now, like, learning that as I grow older, coming into my own and everything. Mm-hmm. Kind of, like, helped me get over that fear. Word. 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 That's awesome. That's awesome.
2: Word. My name is Bruce Lewis. I would say my... Earliest recollection of fear is fear of getting a butt whipping. Mm. Mm. That one. Because uh, that one. I grew up in the household where the butt whipping would be announced. <laughs> You're going to get a butt whipping <laughs> when I get home from work. Or on layaway. And so <laughs> the fear and the anticipation of that happening was overwhelming. And I grew up in the era when butt whippings were allowed. There was no such thing as defects. Hmm. So that would be my first recollection of fear. What can I do to prevent it, knowing there was nothing I could do? Mm.
1: You get like the smallest stick? Oh, no.
3: We did so.
2: have to go, one yeah, of uh, <laughs> our tasks at times was to go out and find the switch mm. and if you brought back a switch that <laughs> did not measure wow. up oh mm. no
0: that's worse than the no. fence itself <laughs> <Yes>. no <laughs> it that's
2: self self imposed you uh, don't yeah. do
4: you asking
0: for it not no. good
4: not good, not good. No. You, yeah. you. I'm Wind Woods um, thanks Bruce for introducing that because I was going to say my father I think the first real fear I had was of him
3: mm.
5: yeah. for the same reasons
4: yeah
0: yeah Oh yeah, I understand that.
5: I understand <laughs> that. You. Uh, my name is Rolando Wallace. Um, my first real fear. I grew up very, very religious. Like, mm. and I know as all black people, we're like, oh, we grew up in the church. Like, nah, we were next level. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, my my earliest fear, honestly, and I can still like recall mm. it vividly now, is of the rapture. Mm. Like, mm. we it was talked about like to excess almost every single service I ever went to, mm-hmm. and so I literally thought at any moment the sky was gonna open up, man, and it was it like and so anytime like an airplane or you know any kind of weird weather event or whatever like I, we really thought as kids man that was it mm-hmm. that's my that's the most that's palpable wild. fear i still remember to this yeah. day.
0: that's why i i think for me the first fear that i could remember is probably um weather driven i think um the thunderstorms mm. it, it would sound like the earth is in, the world is ending and you combine that with the darkness it would definitely. It was definitely a fear as a as a little kid, like maybe five or five or six or whatnot. That's the earliest fear that I can remember. And of course, you know, it it blended all into like, uh, you know, it would evolve into like ass whoopings Trump from, from various <laughs> parents. Or oh, because you know, I was born uh, in the early age. My family was my family is from Mississippi, so you know, we we believe in neighborhood parenting. Mm. You know what I'm so like you get you get in trouble. With you, one, get like you get like three or in trouble four whippings for the same thing. You can get it. You can easily get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So that was that was a thing about, about us. But yeah. So mm. my fears would definitely evolve over years. Um, before I start with my questions, I'm gonna read to you all the five most common fears of men.
3: Mm.
0: And this is common fears of men. So uh, failure. Failure is the number one. Um, being incompetent. Uh, being weak Mm -hmm. or perceived as being weak, being irrelevant, and being foolish. Now, those are all, you know, logical fears, I I believe. Repeat it one more time. Absolutely. It is failing, failing, um, being incompetent, being viewed as weak, and being being irrelevant, and looking foolish. Hmm. All those things. I think that that is very—those are very, like, common deep fears. I—and those are all very logical. I think that with Black men, when you add that, we have all those fears plus more. And all of our—all those fears have to do with, at least from my by perspective, protection. There's always a level of protection. I think that we, we all are given that talk. And I don't know what age that you got that talk, but everybody gets the talk. And that talk, we all know what that talk is. And it always has to do with police.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We, uh, you know, it starts with something. Mm-hmm. I remember some old people used to be like, don't show your color, which is a very racist and backwards term now, right? Don't show your color. Don't be black in front of everybody. But also, I think they were, you know, growing up, I realized they were doing that as a sense to try to protect us. Mm-hmm. I remember um, finding out, you know, they used to, the, the contradiction of it all is we used to have officer-friendly mm-hmm. to come to our school. And I was like, I mean, this is cute in class, but in real life <laughs> It's not applicable. <laughs> exactly. Like in real life, that officer wasn't friendly. No. We didn't have police officers. Uh we didn't view police officers in a positive light. And and it was it was viewed with a sense of terror, to be honest with you. Like my mom was very serious. And this is before you know your Trayvons, this is before all that. It was more so like this is real. You know, remember boy, if anything happened, remember, you you stand you stay still. You stand by me? Because usually I was by my mom anyway if I'm out that young, right? I'm usually with my mom. But when I started playing by myself, you know, going out and riding bikes with friends, it was something that we all had to like be mindful of. And I, I feel like it took a part of our childhood away, you
4: mm-hmm. know? Um, mm-hmm.
0: Another thing that actually, and I, I know this is, I know this part is very much circumstantial depending on where you're coming from, but I'm born and raised in New Orleans. So violence was a, was a, Actual real thing. I, and I'm I'm from New Orleans in the in the mid '90s, and if anybody know that, those who are listening, y'all know. I think Soldier Slim said it. If you came out of the '90s and you was out here, you a G, because that was serious. Like that murder rate was serious. So we knew the reality of catching random bullets and strays. We would hear about it on the news. We would hear about it in the churches. We would hear about you know parents talking, gossiping, all the things. So that created a. Um, a very big fear in us. And so that's why I was thinking, like, part of the time, we had to learn to live with fear and not address it. I think because Black people, when we know that there's so much against us, it's, we, we can't sit there and live in that. We have to find the joy in life. Because if we sit there and worry about that all day, it, w- it would just ruin everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things we kind of put all of our feelings aside for the sake of like, listen, I gotta live. Hmm. If I had to worry about police brutality every damn day, I'd be saying, and they, they they gonna hate me anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's that's one of the things. I don't know. Anybody have anything to add? Like, how was it how was it perceiving fear, um, Ms. Bruce? How was it perceiving fear earlier in your time when you were young?
2: Needless to say, back in the sixties, yes, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> back in the sixties. <laughs> It was not so much about the police. It really was not about the Mm. police. Because we just had a general fear of the police. There was a darn thing we could do about it. Mm. Yes. The police was in control, and you colored people just had to... Fall in line. Mm -hmm. Yes, fall in line. Mm -hmm. So it it wasn't as if you were going to uh, retribute or uh, retaliate or anything. Uh, So uh, from that perspective, I did not have those fears growing Mm -hmm. up. Yeah. I am happy that I grew up in a I grew up in Jacksonville, Florida, where I had a material a substantial Black community, mm-hmm. and I had a Black downtown mm-hmm. because I did meet folk uh, le- during do- when I was a kid going down to places like Oviedo, Florida, and back in the '60s. And I, uh, you know, as now one of my best friends, he's from he's from Oviedo. And Mm -hmm. uh, he tells me that like when he was in elementary school, he would catch the he would go to his school, the black school. Mm -hmm. And then once he grew up and once he started high school, if they had not started forced Mm -hmm. busing, he would have been bused past the white school Mm -hmm. into another town to go to school. And I don't know if I could have dealt with that mindset where, you know, you are you live here.
5: But, but you can't go to school.
2: But here. you can't go to school here. Right. Yeah, and I am sure. I'm sure even though I, even though I went to the various stores, but I'm sure just like the, I'm sure the stores I went to and spent my nickel, dime, and quarters back in the '60s, I'm sure there was all white folk taking the money. Yeah. There were no black folk taking the money. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, and you know, I, I, I'm glad I grew up in a city that had a. L- that had where I was somewhat, in a way, protected. I didn't have to worry about, you know, when I rode the bus, Mm -hmm. I basically rode in the black area, so I didn't have to worry about Mm -hmm. uh, getting up and making sure I let the white person sit down. Yeah, yeah. So, in a way, I didn't have those fears. So, in a way, to be honest with you, Mm -hmm. when I was growing up, I did not have yeah. Those type fears true. or those type concerns. Never had the conversation about being with the police cuz yeah. hell I guess they probably say, you get the police and they kill you ain't a damn thing we get you yeah. anyway. You yeah. just dead. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think for me I and to your point m- much of the same. I did not have the police talk until like maybe, you know, a little bit later like 12 or 11 yeah. 12 things like that. But I think for the most part as a youngin I felt protected. So cuz I was around mostly black people like New Orleans is black. So, like,
5: Chocolate City,
0: man. Yeah. So, like, we all mostly like, just dealt with Like, I dealt with my grandparents. We would go to Mississippi. We would go to places and, like, not think one thing of it. I honestly, I didn't start thinking about racism in Mississippi until I became an adult. Because hmm. when I would go out there as a child, it was just me and the country, me and, me and the country folks, and just chilling. And I was safe as hell. You know what I'm saying? It was just. If, if I was scared of anything, it'd be like the weird noises. Cause I was like, oh, they got like for real animals out here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm like, nah, nah, I'm used to city stuff. And they have like, <laughs> those mosquitoes were yeah. huge, <laughs> huge. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So that was a big thing. All right. So my first question that I'm going to ask around for everybody is like, how do you react to fear in your body? Like, what does it feel like to you when you are scared?
1: kind of clench up um mm. like palms start getting sweaty mm. at least like for me um heart starts racing like really fast yeah kind of feel like you're in a different like space mm. in that like split second i yeah. feel and i kind of it's like how do you react yeah in the right manner mm-hmm. i think so i think that's kind of what it means to me gotcha yeah.
2: ditto what he said mm-hmm. and also I, sometimes i wonder should I be doing this? Is yeah. this something I really need to proceed doing or not? Mm-hmm. Yes. How significant is whatever this act is? Mm-hmm. Do I need to do it? Do I need to just say, okay, I'm not gonna do this here? Mm-hmm. You know? Uh,
0: yeah. A lot of times I, I think about um when I'm, I'm when I'm in a situation where like I'm probably at some place I'm not supposed to be <laughs> or not. My fear, I, I usually get the stomach thing, I get sweaty and all those things like that. But also to your point, I'm like. Is this how I die? Like, this is a dumbass way to die if I did. <laughs> you think about acts? your obituary,
5: yeah. right? You know, like what they gonna say on the news. You know, like, What's the news report gonna look, say? Yeah.
0: This ain't the look. I think about like I remember reading the Darwin Awards. Yeah. And, you know, the Darwin Awards is how people die stupidly, right? Yeah. And I was like, I never wanted to have that. You
5: do not be that guy. I never don't wanted be to like
0: fun. we used to always talk about like uh suicide by stupidity, right? Yeah. And so like yeah. I was like, don't be that guy. And that's why I'd be like, when certain things happen, they were like, oh yeah, meet me in the alley. Nope. Nah, I'm, I'm not. I think <laughs> horror movies help out with that too. Because I was I like, I'd be watching horror movie, and I love horror films. I like absolutely love horror films because it was a thing. There was something about something that scared me as a child, where I was like, I'm going to defeat this. I'm going to watch this until it no longer scares me. Mm, Exactly. And I think it was the fact of gaining control, actually. So, yeah. So, I I, that's why I always love horror films. But also, it did dictate a lot of decisions (laughs) that I made in my life. Because there'd be moments they were like... Hey Chris, you want to go walk in the woods at night? No. no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's <laughs> go.
0: Let's ride. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. the African American in me says no. But but thank you. <laughs> thank you. And so, so I don't I don't do that. And there are certain things I do, is, like I have to trust on, I have to count um count on I, I like to say the protection of the ancestors uh, mm-hmm. to keep me, to keep me. Like I remember I never forget I was in college and I went to Nickel State. And these white dudes invited me to party with them. And I ain't going to lie to you. I was like, mm, because they were some wild boys. It's <laughs> Nickel <laughs> State. <laughs> yeah, and this Nickel State. You're out in the country. And so mm. I was sitting there. And, you know, I said yes, being open-minded, because I was in an open-minded space. We're all in a dorm room. We're all surrounded by, like, literally, they're my next-door neighbors in the dorm room. And I don't think I got for real scared until I started thinking about it in the car on the way. I was like, I am, because you start thinking about the actual situation that yeah. you're in. I am in the car with four other white dudes. Everybody's taller than me. I am the Thibodeau. only black dude in Thibodeau, Louisiana. Hmm. If I die, I think nobody will miss me. Nobody. I was like, if I if I get killed, this is my fault.
3: Yeah, <laughs> this is absolutely my you're fault. Like, you're like, yo, so they ahead. might do a
5: podcast on me yeah. in ten oh, years, yeah. but Isn't other than like that, mean, I'm like, I
0: was, you know, because you know, you know, a nigga's scared when he's quiet, and yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and now the whole time I'm like. And you were sitting <laughs> in between the two guys, too. <laughs> so, we <laughs> can't even get out the car. <laughs> to are yeah, I can't get out, man. I'm just... I'm thinking of, like, the Bone Ooh. Thugs and how many Crossroads songs. <laughs> I'm, I'm all like, oh, Lord. Not not now, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, not now. But, you know, the okay. night ended up well. Yeah. But I was like, listen. Yeah, the moment. I was I was looking around. But, like, honestly, I was always taught, like, even by my mother, they were like, pay attention to your surroundings. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pay attention to your surroundings. So, when I got in... I. You know, um, I got in and I looked at the exit. And one of the things that I started doing, and I, I'll get to this later, but um, I, I looked at everybody and I made sure I introduced myself to as many people as possible hmm. because it was, a, um, it was to make sure that people see me, you know, and, and nobody miss me. Now, granted, I did need to do that. My ass is black as hell. And like, <laughs> everybody knew about so, <laughs> Duh, of course yeah. y'all knew me. You and knew and they knew your name. They. <laughs> they knew my name. <laughs> yeah. Black <laughs> Chris. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> and Because oh, like, no. there was definitely white Chris. <laughs> there yeah, there, there was, was yeah, like yeah. three. There were like <laughs> three, it's, three it's, white Chris's there. Anyway. Like
0: Chris, but you know, and then they tried out to say, "Well, you know, you're, you know." Well, it's, it was Louisiana, so yeah, I was Black Chris. You like, Black Chris. I was lucky they didn't call me nigger Chris. you Yeah, yeah. Intimidate, intimidate. You know, that's progress. a bold move. That's man. a bold man. move. That's a bold
3: move.
4: All right, when what? What about you? How does fear feel to you? Oh, man, I think I echo all that, but um, I think, like, creative people, we just have wild imaginations, so our fear mm-hmm. can just really take on a life of its mm-hmm. own, and
3: mm-hmm.
4: I actually learned to try to, if I can have a wild imagination about how scary something be, I can have a wild imagination about how courageous I could be. Yeah. So that's why I was trying to be I'm like, okay, it could go that way, mm-hmm. or what if I had a different fantasy? Um, but I think what you're talking about is that's legitimate fear. Like, mm-hmm. I need to check in with what's going on, Um but I think I'm thinking about fear that's like, you know, like I used to be afraid of getting shots and mm-hmm. I would pass out. Yeah. And now I go and get to them I'm like, yeah, I'm number <laughs> yes. one. It's, but, uh,
0: yeah. Shots still make me, un- I don't know why. It's, more, it's not really fear of pain. It's just an annoyance for me. Yeah. Because I'm like, really? Needles. Y'all got to find my vein again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> when you first said, I thought you were saying you wouldn't be afraid of, you afraid of getting shot. I mean, that, that's a natural fear. A small,
3: <laughs> fear <laughs> uh, small fear of uh,
4: I'd be yeah. afraid of someone that wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly I'm right, yeah. afraid of bullets. I'm like, okay.
5: Oh, man. What about you, sir? So for me, it's, uh, I guess, unique in the fact that, like, man, I've never really had, especially like growing up, right? Or how I did, yeah. Like, like, I've never really experienced outside of getting, like, my parents and getting a rapture, like, fear, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not because, like, I grew up in an environment that fostered you to be strong and, like, it wasn't, it was the opposite of that. Mm. Like, I was raised in fear. Like, fear that at any day, you know, the rapture's going to happen. This could happen, that didn't happen. Uh, We could get evicted. Like, you know, just, like, always growing up in fear. And so when I was released from that, like, it was all the way wide open. Like, Mm -hmm. wide open, like, Things that, you know, a lot of people don't do, like uh, skydiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Pamplona. I ran with the Bulls uh, mm-hmm. three years ago now. That's dope. Yeah, but just, like, stuff that is, like, other people probably be fearful. Like, man, yeah. I was just hyped. Yeah. Just hyped. Like, even now, my job, I'm a firefighter now, right? Like, even running into yeah. burning buildings. People are like, oh, you're so brave for them. like, it's just fun to me. Yeah. Like, so even at, so that level doesn't hit me. But as I'm getting older, yeah. uh, I guess more and more, like, I'm trying to, you know, like, I'll do things and i become more risk conscious. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. more like, mm, man, like if this like yeah. collapses, are you gonna be able to jump down? you know x yeah. y z uh, so I have become more of that now, and when it does happen for me, it's not a physical feeling as much as like mentally
1: mm-hmm.
5: like just logic creeps in more and more, yeah. and, more and more the older I get, mm-hmm. and just the more I get settled I get
0: yeah, I think for me i it it me it was a wave, it was a wave of um fear and no fear. Right. I think when, to your point, when I was young, there was a, plenty of reasons to be scared. But when I got older, when my, I was a young adult, I wasn't scared of shit. Like, like I said, I, I knew those, I didn't know those guys, um, my, my dorm mates from anybody, but I went anyway. Hmm. And I was scared for a little bit, but then I was like, I'm all right. Right. And it would continue to be that way because I didn't care. I was free. I didn't get fucked. You know what I'm saying? So, but when I, happens, I think, happens, happens. Yeah. yeah. But then what happens is you start. Um getting responsibilities and loved ones, yeah, I think when I started caring about others more, like whether it' had been my homeboys who were going into a situation, I remember my friend went to the army around um i want to say around two thousand one like around nine eleven yeah around nine yeah. eleven he went to the army and I was nervous about him, right, or like being in New Orleans where you, you people people actually died that I knew right or 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 like. Even me being put in a, 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 a place of danger going and I don't think about me I think, oh shit what about my kids mm-hmm. my kid's not gonna you know have a father or my my wife's not gonna have a husband you know what I'm saying you, you think about all the people that love you and that generates a level of fear and concern mm-hmm. I think that's what it looks like more to me now mm-hmm. you know um I was about to ask like when is the last time You felt scared. (laughs) And as an adult, Mm -hmm. uh, not too many, like, there are moments, I guess. But, and I think the last time I felt uneasy, I would say uneasy. And yeah, fear, fear, categorizing in fear. But I think for now, I don't think I get like, oh, but I I get uneasy. And I think one of the last times I felt uneasy is when I went to go see, um, out here, when I went to go see um, Joker. Right. The movie. Yeah. The movie Joker Hmm. wasn't the movie. It was the atmosphere because we are in the land of America where mass shootings happen. And Joker is about an unhinged white boy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it feeds into it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm in Washington. Around a bunch of unhinged white boys mm-hmm. and incels mm-hmm. in the movie theater. And I'm thinking this shit can go down at any moment. Yeah. Till this mm-hmm. day, one of the scariest movie experiences I was, I <laughs> didn't seen Evil Dead. I didn't seen all of them shits, right? Been totally walked out totally fine after exits. right? I like Joker in the movie theater around a bunch of white people, it's scary as shit. <laughs> It was scary shit. I, I walk I never walked out of a movie like I ain't stick around for the credits. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, it's done. Cool." Let's go. <laughs> let me oh, get out of yeah. here where I can still yeah. walk. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I was like, "Let me get out of here," you know.
5: I don't care if they're doing some moral uh, shit uh, with I'm, extra stuff I'm, at right. the end. I don't care.
0: And <laughs> I went home and prayed. Uh. <laughs> 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 and if anybody knows me, that is highly unlikely. <laughs> I was like, "Thank you, Jesus, man. Mm. A, Thank you, African American Jesus. I appreciate appreciate you for not killing me. I appreciate that." But yeah, it was. It was wild. But I, I realized that mo- some of my fears have a lot to do with how the current society is in America. Mm. Yeah. You know, I think that, like, we we all fear guns. And and most of us have either been a witness or we've been involved around some level of gun violence yeah. at this age. So when you see these things, like, it's like it creates a level of fear. Till this day, like, because of a tragic situation that happened in my family, I hate the fact that I get nervous when I hear from a family member unwarranted. Mm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like early in the morning. Yeah, early yep. in the morning. Mm. I hate them early morning calls. Yep. My mom called me early morning. I got scared shit. I'm like, Mom, everything okay? She was like, Baby, I was just thinking about you. I'm like, Hi. <laughs> 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 you could have thought about me at ten thirty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's time
5: zone differences. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <what they mean. laughs>
0: you know, and she didn't mean <laughs> nothing by it. She was nah. she was just up. You know,
5: that's crazy trauma, man. Yeah, that's but it's traumas. Yeah,
0: and it's scary. You know, but so now, so now when people call, they be like, ain't i wrong. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Start the like, conversation just, yeah, off please,
5: that way. Yo, please, or even like for me, it. like if somebody mm-hmm. calls, it's unexpected. Yeah. Like time be damned if it's unexpected. Yeah. If it's like, unexpected. like I don't know you call and yeah. you call me. I don't answer it. And then I immediately text you. You good? What's up? Yeah. Like, exactly. I, yeah, you know I what I really mean? Yep. We've all um. gotten a call.
0: I've all got like getting a call to find out someone's dead is really traumatizing. It is, it is traumatizing. I mean, there have been moments where I've logged online on Facebook and saw that somebody passed. And that's, that's sad. Yeah. But it's something about that call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it's family. Yeah, when I, yeah, when it's family. And I, I remember getting a, a very tragic call. And it's it stuck in my brain. And I'll never yeah. forget it.
5: So I'll never, like, and, and to this day, it scares the shit out because of me. Because to this day, yeah. Any phone call, you get unwarranted from a close person. You, it, yeah, exactly. that's in your head.
0: Yeah, and I, I never forget, I felt this level of guilt because I had to call another cousin to tell him the same news that I got. Mm. And that is that was legit one of our first interactions as adults. Like, I knew him. I mean, he's my cousin. I knew him as a kid. But they was like, oh, we don't have his updated number. And I was like, I have his updated number. Because we would chop it up on Facebook every now and then, right? And so I called him, and he was like, hey, what's up, fam? I'm like, yo. And I, I hated mm. that I had to tell him that because I was like, this is the memory he has of me. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and luckily and and this is wild. Luckily uh, we would later on have a good conversation. L- ye- a couple years later, we would have a good conversation uh and and kinda talk about it. And joke about it in a sense, like, yo, man, it's all good. I don't want to be, because I was like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Really. And, and mm-hmm. we laughed and joked about it. And yeah, we
5: use humor a lot to yeah, cover exactly. up trauma yeah, and all kinds of yo, you go through so much yeah. shit. Just, yeah. And
0: we, we talked about it, and we were cool. And then I want to say um, two years ago, he died. Mm. And so that was, that. That that's why that, like, hit me just now. I was like, oh, yeah, I was the bearer of bad news. And then I eventually got the news of him. Mm. You know, and it was a freak accident, too. It was crazy, but um, that that I think that was like a circle of fear. I think for the most part, but it's just it's something I think about too, because it's like life is so precious, man. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: you just you just don't want to hear about the loss of fi- family and loved ones. That's a that's a tough thing to do. Or you just it's, don't know when. Yeah. Like you don't. It, especially
2: if it's by some violent yeah. means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. You know, I would say the greatest fear I had was when I was when my wife was pregnant with our first son. Mm. I she was pregnant. We did not know the gender because we chose not to mm-hmm. have the gender revealed.
0: That's wow. Because uh, I'm nosy. No, I.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we decided we were not going to return it. Yes. Well, well, right. Since it's going to return it, didn't make a difference. It's like be back in the olden days. Right. We decorate the room in blue and yellow. Yeah, Room in yellow, and green, you know, so we don't have to worry about that. Oh. Uh, and I, w- one of my co workers was pregnant, wife was pregnant at the exact same time. We were the exact same age. Mm-hmm. And I shared a white guy, a white mm-hmm. guy. I decided to share with him my fears about becoming a father. Mm-hmm. And I did not want a son.
3: Mm-hmm. I did not
2: want a son because, and this was back in, he was born in the early 90s. So this is back mm-hmm. in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I did not want a son because being killed,
3: mm-hmm.
2: being in incarcerated, mm-hmm. drug use. That is where my mind was and I just said no. Give me a girl. Let her be a hoe, and let
3: her get pregnant. <laughs> I could I deal yeah, with that, no. that. Oh man! I didn't, I didn't expect
5: that. I didn't expect that. Did not.
0: Did not. You know that was,
3: but
2: my white coworker, he said, "You know, okay. Bruce, you'll be okay." Hmm. I've had some friends. He was some of some black friends that had mm. babies. And he said, they've done well, and you'll do well too. Mm -hmm. And I have not seen Drew now in over 25 years. I need to tell Drew, he provided me some serious words of encouragement because Mm -hmm. I really, truly, truly Mm -hmm. wanted my son to be a girl so that I would not Mm -hmm. have have to to do that. that. Mm -hmm. Deal with that, and fortunately so far, I have not had to confront that. Thank the Lord for that. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I I was gonna ask you a follow-up to that question. Mm -hmm. Like, your son ended up going to the military how did you feel when he when he came to you with that option?
2: You know, it was interesting cuz he was at LSU and I I've truly been blessed. Go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> I've truly been blessed. We've had a great relationship throughout mm-hmm. our throughout our lives. We've had a real good relationship and he shares. You know, he feels free to share most things with me. Uh and I was visiting with him, which was not unusual for me to go drive down to Baton Rouge and spend a couple of days, you know. Mm-hmm. During non-football season, <laughs> 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 I go down there to spend the uh, spend a couple of days with mm-hmm. him, and uh, he said, "Well, Dad, I have a meeting at three o'clock," and I said, "Okay, I'll go with you," mm-hmm. because normally he said, "Come on, Dad, go." Mm-hmm. He said, "Oh no, Dad, you can't. I can't go." Hmm. What's going on? You know, mm-hmm. he said, "I just don't want you to go. I don't want you to go." and then he said okay i'll tell you so he did tell me he said well i'm going to visit with the recruiter mm. for the army and i know how you and your mama feel i said don't confuse me with her <laughs> uh if that's what you want to do i'm open to it you know because that's basically how he said i end up parenting being a father mm. whatever you want to do you know that's that that's my fathering style i'm open to it as long as it's positive mm-hmm. so I did not have an issue with it when he said it. I thought about it quickly. I said, okay, he well, he went into the military when he finished LSU. Mm-hmm. So he went in, he did ROTC for dental school. Mm-hmm. And it quickly in my mind, when he was telling me about it, I said, you know, you go to dental school, most likely you're not gonna be on the front line. Mm-hmm. This is ROTC what he's talking about. So." Mm-hmm. I really didn't have any major concerns about it. I, I was fine with it. I was fine yeah. with it. And it has turned out to be mm-hmm. awesome for him because if he had not taken the ROTC route, basically, which that's what he did for his own school, mm-hmm. he'd had to go to dental school in Georgia. He's very much international, so he was able to go to dental school in Boston, mm-hmm. which that was more his personality than being in Augusta, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> so I had no issue with it. I had no issue
0: with yeah, it. Or Now,
2: that. you Now, I had no issue with it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Cause I am glad, and it worked out.
2: It you know, worked out perfectly. It worked out because, perfectly. You know, yes, it saved me a couple of dollars. Exactly, <laughs> and <laughs> at, a at, at he was at able school, to really enjoy himself at, that. at a great school. Great mm-hmm. experience, I'm
5: sure for him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. can't right.
0: be mad at that. Um, about like with the with the fears of like anxiety. How much does anxiety play a part in your in your life as of now? How much? How much? Like. Cause I know that like, we don't have like active fears every day, not everybody. Right. <laughs> but we do have anxiety at some point. So how does, how has anxiety kind of um, crippled, not crippled, but like how has anxiety stopped you from doing the things that you wanted to do in recent, in recent history? Um,
5: I mean, I, for me, I've been talking Ooh. about moving right from a, mm-hmm. uh, I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I was born and raised. Hey. Uh, I've been talking about moving for, I'm 39. Mm-hmm. I've been talking about moving for probably 37 years, right? Like, <laughs> since I started, like, I just knew that wasn't it. You know what? Yeah, I just knew. I knew that.
0: <laughs> I just pictured you as a child. <laughs> I'm not
5: just But I just knew that wasn't it. Um, and just a combination of things, or at least in my head, I told myself, oh, you can't move now because of this. Oh, you can't, be, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, just the fear of the unknown like not knowing what a new place would hold mm-hmm. not knowing uh like what the scene uh like to one of the earlier podcasts talking about community mm-hmm. like you know you have a community where you are where you have it where you're going you mm-hmm. know what yeah. i mean like yeah. so all those different factors yeah. factor yeah. into it um yeah. but yeah when we when i first moved here uh a few months ago like yeah the anxiety was real man because Mm -hmm. any kind of issue or problem that comes up like Mm -hmm. can't be like hit your boy you'll be like yo you meet me for a drink like we could talk blah 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 you don't have that
0: you don't have that yeah Yeah,
5: and that's that's an underrated thing in my opinion especially when you've been in your comfort zone for so long Mm -hmm. wherever you are all your life
2: yeah you were all your life
5: yeah yeah Yeah. super super underrated thing and it hit me hard when i got here and I guess it manifested itself uh, in anxiety, right? Like, yeah. in, in that way. And I didn't even know. I knew what it was, obviously, but I didn't know what it felt like. Yeah. So I'm feeling these feelings, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I just feel, like, uneasy. Like, my heart mm-hmm. rate is higher than normal. Like, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. And not knowing what the cause of it is. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just, like, talking about therapy, right? We talked about that mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. Uh, really. Just through therapy and just trying to work through that kind of thing, like, realizing that, you got a bunch of unknowns all around you. Even my new job. Like, yeah. it's unknown what the people are really like. I know what they're showing me and, like, X, Y, Z. Just all those unknowns wrapped into one, man. I knew nobody moving up here. Nobody. Yeah. Zero people. It's a wild move. Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so it definitely manifested itself for me that
4: way. Yeah.
0: yeah. What about you, When?
4: Oh, man. I think um, I think the whole COVID thing mm. was the... Mm. Just like the epitome of anxiety, um, being secluded from family and support, um, just never knowing. Especially, I had a daughter right through COVID, and my mom died during COVID. Mm. And so just mm-hmm. like always anxious about people's health. And, and The calls were really interesting to talk about, especially during COVID, because mm-hmm. you were finding out people were dying, and you're like, wait, how did that die? That's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. So... I think on the other side, again, therapy, on the other side, I feel like it, I have a, a stronger sense of how to manage anxiety, but mm-hmm. also a sense of courage that I'm like, that was rough. Yeah. And I think I could take a lot now.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. What about what about you, Dom?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, just being a father, um, I'm a father to a one-year-old mm. and kind of just, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's <laughs> just navigating... Like this world is shit, and now I have to bring her up into this, and mm. like she's gonna be in a whole different space than I was as a kid. So it's mm-hmm. and like there's no book to it. So like my parents tell me like, oh you know you'll be fine. But it's like,
3: <laughs> will I? Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is.
1: It's like a my fear has like gone up, and anxiety has gone up it's, it's, mm-hmm. since she's been in the world. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no anxiety yeah. like having a newborn. Yeah. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to yeah, you. That, like
0: yeah. you think of every way you're you get the most creative. Like, I feel like Final Destination was written by a new parent. <laughs> so, <laughs> you think of all the ways your child could die. That's like, right. Drag, or how, yeah. up, or how or like, you could That's right. Yeah, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no. And I think that for me, I remember when my youngest, mm-hmm. my youngest is a daredevil, and I, I love and hate that about him. And so when when watching him around the house and realizing I had to baby-proof my house, because it was like watching somebody on suicide watch who was hell-bent on committing suicide. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Like he'll be Thanks. at the top of the staircase and he'd be like, "Dad, watch this," plan. and I'm like, "No, <laughs> that's my i oh, that too, yeah. too late, too know late, too late." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and and the interesting part is, it's never like going back to the movie thing. It's usually never the horror films that actually leave an imprint on me. Yeah. It's it shows where like like there was this old movie called The Women's of Brewster's Place, mm-hmm. right? And so the women of Bruce's place, the lady is up there doing the house stuff and the baby gets uh, and the little baby is walking around playing and baby gets electrocuted and dies by playing with a faulty outlet in the the building. That shit scared the fuck out of me. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't like ever since then, every child I had was getting electrocuted. And like to this day, day, like literally two days ago, I saw like an outlet and i was like, is that shit okay?" And I was like, let me get this away from my child. It was in my room. Like you no, know, like oh, yeah. it was, and it was a place where my child would not go. But I'm not not playing around not with it. it. And so not I was like it. that. Those things, real life things, yeah. are the things that terrify us. Not They're the scarier films. than yeah. Your- yeah, it's yeah. definitely more scary than that. You know what I'm saying? Like being on the airplane every now and then is yeah. a little anxiety, right? But like. It's and one thing, turbulence. where you got to talk yourself out of it. You got to check out of that. Because, yep. you know, but then you get the news and it's like, oh, yeah, um, Alaska's door just flew off. or <laughs>
5: <laughs> <Yeah, all> the <laughs> wheel coming <laughs> off the like other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. And you have reservations <laughs> exactly.
0: on, on the Max Six, plane.
2: <laughs> yeah, 737, yeah. <laughs>
5: like, what do like, you mean oh the wheel God,
0: came yeah, off? Like, Y'all not gonna refund me because this is terrifying. Yeah. Like it was like because how you gonna how you gonna have that happen and be like come on with us? <laughs> <laughs> you get you get a free drink?
4: Whoa! No, no, you no. still gotta pay for it. My you life. still gotta pay,
0: for the drink? <laughs> you gotta pay for the drink. Oh man, oh, I, I kind of need a free drink at this moment because you know what? If I'm gonna go out,
4: yeah, <laughs> I want at, at least have a good list.
0: I need to not feel. I need to not That's know it. that a door just flew open. You know what I'm saying? So. Shit. And stuff like that that yeah, yeah. Like, real i life. now. Real life, yeah, real life mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So now nobody's gonna um do the do the um door like volunteer thing.
2: Nobody's yeah. doing that now. <laughs> I
3: mean, you can't Wait, wait, wait. wait there. That now, it,
2: it, it wasn't an emergency exit, now was it? It was no. a window. That, it was a window door that came off, wasn't it? No, it was the exit. It was the exit. I think it was yeah. The emergency exit door. It was the exit
0: door, and because those people that were supposed to sit there missed their flight. That's God. You know what I'm saying? Yo, like, yo that's God right there. That's what so the, the people oh, who were missed their flight, so it was that empty. That's why. And so like I like so now you can't get me to do that shit. Mm.
5: <laughs> Not at all. Don't even ask. You know what I'm
0: saying? Like yeah. there's there's logical fears and there's lo- and then there's I saw that shit last week. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. yeah. But yo,
5: I look at it. I look at it this way, right? Yeah. Like, so for me, I'm a taller person. Like, yeah. I love the rows Yeah. And so now, I'm like, obviously I'm not trying to turn the tragedy into a positive, but yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't. Want, I want that shit. Give me. Yeah, that. Like, to oh, it. I'm creeping into <laughs> all of it. Absolutely. I'm gonna hold you, the Yo, yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely man, I got exactly. more. Yeah. yeah. If they give me that extra space, yeah, because I just look at it like from a numbers perspective. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, it happened. Yeah, that's shitty. Obviously, you know, it shouldn't happen. There should be fail safe for that. Nobody
0: died. Like Very luckily that yeah. was a blessing but yeah. I
5: also look at numbers right yeah. like I've yeah. taken probably two three hundred flights in my lifetime yeah. never happened like never. the chance yeah. of it happening is small yeah. so yeah I'm gonna capitalize on that yeah I'm gonna take that, <laughs> that Yeah, like, yeah. are you capable of doing the yes I can
3: do yes, all, like, you know, <laughs> I can assist you with whatever <laughs> you need yeah. I got yeah. that
0: I'm not even gonna lie to y'all the next mm-hmm. like few years afterwards I took flights on 9-11
3: you, know, you said you did?
0: Cheap? Yeah.
5: yeah It was stupid cheap Stupid cheap yeah. I'm like you Cause me? we were around the same age exactly. yeah, yeah, Those flights like, were oh, crazy to go to for $99? cheap <laughs>
3: oh, Absolutely <man>. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Round trip You're
5: Damn
0: right
1: you know? That's amazing Round <laughs> trip It's yeah, like a band I mean, now Yeah it is Round trip
0: Yeah like, I'm like crazy. Yeah that's it I'm like, I mean, yes, I'm sorry. That was terrible. I'm about it was to like the, the tickets at uh,
4: like 2021 to like Mexico. Yeah. Like when they're like, oh, I'm not going. And all my nursing people were like, oh, we're going. We're, yeah. like, we're going to stay that. in Mexico. Like, what about COVID? They're like, dude, yeah. it is I see it every like, day. Yeah, that's four nights for like $300. Yeah, I'm nah, going. And yes. I was like, okay. I'm like, you guys have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm was like, i like, I should have went. Because yeah, <laughs> everybody got COVID anyway. I'm going to wear this mask
5: on this plane. For thirty dollars. <laughs> <For 30. Yes. laughs> Yo, what's crazy is that like you brought up COVID and it was like mm. uh before they shut shut down, like all oh, the FAA shut everything down. Uh ticket prices were stupid cheap again. Yeah, like right. I got a round trip from uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana to Chicago for $39. That's what? wild. Yes, man. absolutely, man. It's worth it. And, 30, and you that plane,
2: too. Yeah, you that <laughs> plane. Yeah, With your mask on, and uh, on. Yeah, yeah.
5: Whatever y'all need me to wear. Yeah. I'll put it on. I'll it. Y'all put on a Santa Claus hat. Whatever <laughs> y'all, <laughs> y'all need to wear, I'm rocking it. Yeah. yeah. $39? Yeah.
0: Dang. Yeah, I need that, man. <laughs> The, so all right so back to the fear thing <laughs> do you think there is something more vulnerable underneath the fear like mm. like pain vulnerable loneliness loneliness sadness things like that oh, do you man, think there's yeah. something underneath the fear in certain things like we're talking about social fears like the fear of being vulnerable to people like is it hard for you to open up to your loved ones
1: Yeah, you, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> no go ahead go ahead no I apologize um yeah I I I think you see it in your parents um mm. my mom being a strong <laughs> black woman like mm. and she kind of raised us by herself so cuz my dad would like is in the military so he's overseas so she was kind of the dad and the mom but she would be strong all the time and always closed her feelings off mm. so we kind of adapted that as well growing up yeah like not being as open or uh vulnerable yeah. uh, to others feelings as well so
0: yeah I, it has like this long-lasting effect. Yeah. I think um, for me, I'm 44 now. I'm just realizing in the last two years, really, that I'm an introvert. Never knew that <laughs> shit. Never knew that shit. And the reason why, and I'll go back to it, because when I was young, as a, as a part of survival, I was a kid who was like a geek and an outcast for mm-hmm. the most part. And But then I realized one day as a defense mechanism that I was funny. Mm. and so it would be the thing that would i would do because in new orleans it it was like a lot of like you can get out of being bullied you can get out of all that shit if you are entertaining and likable (laughs) so like i was like cool this one dude was gonna beat my ass and then i cried some jokes and he was like dude you're a funny motherfucker right (laughs) and so like and then uh, not only that everybody paid attention to me for the right reasons Mm. right so it was like one of the things where i was like all right, well. I would I would I would be at the, I would be at parties, I'd be in crowds, and I would I would be so charming and entertaining and then go home and go directly to sleep. And, or like no one knew that I would be like I would cry at night or I would just spend a lot of time by myself. And my my brothers used to be like, "Chris, you you're so withdrawn at home because mm. you would just sit there." And then I would just turn it on, which is why I got into theater early because mm. theater used to make me like Go into like I can become somebody else in theater, and I knew. And as a person who who was pretty much performing, I knew how to perform beforehand. So when I got into hip hop, when I got in, when I started rapping and doing all the rapping stuff, I was able to perform. People were like Chris, you're a natural on stage. I'm like, yeah, because I'm always performing, mm-hmm. and it, and it, and it became such a part of my life that it I did it started to blur reality. So people just thought I was this guy, and I wasn't really being real with myself until like. Mm-hmm. I got much older, and I, I credit like you know. I, obviously, you credit being an adult in general. So I thinking about like my like late thirties. I was like, yeah, maybe I ain't down with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I started being a little bit more me to everybody. I had to find out who I was because for the longest, everybody knew me as like Chris, this charismatic asshole and it was just funny stuff like you know i do i do the podcast i do i said that shit on purpose which is a funny podcast i I do all these things i'm known as like a very like verbose nigga you know what i'm saying like Like, verbose motherfucker and so i think that as i got older and i think honestly post-covid you 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 get that mortality Mm. right you get Mm. the mortality thing i think for me Going through a situation, I became the sad clown too. When I went through that depression phase in 2019, and I had that breakdown, it, it changed me because I was like, "I'm sitting here pretending to to be good, good for everybody else but me." <laughs> <laughs> like this is a fear, and I I, I feared that, like, because and it was it's all sparked out of fear. It was fear of acceptance, fear of the lack of acceptance, fear of people like, oh, no, they're going to think I'm weird. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so all these things and I would just I would just be this guy for everybody else. And I think part of it comes with age, too. There's a part where you're like, after a while, fuck it. I don't care what nobody (laughs) thinks. I love I love being older and I I just I hope to, like, lose all my fucks. By like 60
3: something You know what I'm saying Like That's, that's real I don't, yeah. Nobody thinks That's real You know what I'm saying I yeah.
0: think that's that Because I remember Like 25 Caring about so much mm-hmm. that's, my oh right my yeah. that's my problem right oh, now Oh my god That's
5: my problem right now Oh man You care about that's so, that's so much That's youth That's yeah. youth that's right. You that's right. care that's right. about youth. so
0: much And it's like Now I'm 40 I don't care I love that. I'm aiming to care about less. (laughs) You know what (laughs) I'm saying? But right now, certain certain things I got to care about because, you know, we have responsibilities, but not socially, I don't care. And and there's a level of freedom with that. I think when you live in fear, you live in a box. You live in captivity of your own um, mind. And I felt so, so captive over years. And so now I'm like, oh, I'm actually interested because crowds, are an issue for me. Yeah. And it's something that I never really faced. Like I was I always used to be like, oh yeah, I can do the party. Everybody thought I was a party guy because it was accepting too. Mm. So people were like, oh Chris those the parties. Chris does the thing. And I can selectively. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But like other than that, I rather a quiet night at home, like reading. Yeah. You know and, and, what and it's it's yeah, yeah. another
5: thing yeah. as you get older yeah. too though. Like yeah. you find your uh you find your happy place, right? Yeah. You find what you will and won't tolerate. The older yep. you get, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so even when you're throwing up part parties when you're younger, I'm, I'm sure there was like some situations around that, maybe the people, maybe their mm-hmm. energy that you yeah. weren't feeling, right? No, no. But no. at that time, it was still a party, so yeah. you just let it roll. Exactly, but now, yeah. now,
3: you know we'll what, it. yeah, you have yeah. your firmer lines we'll and it. you're like, nah, And that's, good, and that's
0: I'm not, I'm not to say that I didn't have fun at these parties, yeah. too. When I was young, I was fortunate enough to be around a bunch of, good. I think I came up around a bunch of really good dudes. Hmm. Like it came out a bunch of guys who were just like whether they went to college or not, they were really good natured people, and so because of that, that made my twenties amazing. I don't, I tell people I don't miss parties at all. I don't, I don't like I don't miss the youth at all. I'm hmm. not trying to get because I did it to death. <laughs> I did it to death. I don't even remember twenty two. I think um, I think I was drinking I woke I just woke up with a girlfriend and so, it was it was a it was a great time like I had yeah. a blast i I lived it up yeah. and I had a great time with some great people, and they a lot of them dudes are still here, a lot of them are still here enjoying life, and we don't regret our youth because we did it to death, right? But I do think that even with societal pressures, you end up becoming something that you're not, yeah to make other people happy. And I think me being in um theater helped me manage that. Me me being a rapper helped me manage that in music and stuff like that, but now I'm I'm more balanced. I'm very much more like, oh this is me. Hmm.
2: You know? Um uh, we all have many faces. Yeah. We yeah. all have many faces and we mm-hmm. put on the face for whatever audience or group we're mm-hmm. with. Absolutely. And as you stated, I mm-hmm. think I'm the senior one here. Mm-hmm. Uh I do find at the age I am now, I am not as concerned about what other people think of me. Mm-hmm. when I was this brother's age that just became a new father, I think you know he's whatever age he is, he's young, much younger mm-hmm. yes, he's at that he's at that age which you know, I used to tell folk if your age between ages of fifteen to twenty five those are the best years of your life. Mm. I realized when my sons were between 15 and 25, that's a lie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are some of the most
2: difficult yeah. years. Cause you and, this, and this yeah, brother yeah. is just just on the end of coming out of it mm-hmm. because you're still trying to figure out who in the hell I am. Exactly. So what am I supposed mm-hmm. to be doing in this world? Yeah. I'm still, you're still, you're still, uh, at the younger age, you're still trying to please mama, daddy, yeah. mm-hmm. the boys, mm-hmm. the girls, you know, <laughs> and that is exhausting it because is, yeah. what they want today may not be what they want tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And what mommy and daddy want may not be who you are at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you got to figure all this out and that. And I went through all that, we all go through it, but fortunately I did realize, so now I no longer say that, because Mm. I do realize that those 13 to 25 year old, hell, it might go to 30, Mm. because you're still trying to figure out how the hell you are. Now I'm 68, and uh, at this age that I am now, I still face some challenges. Uh, The challenge I face now is when I hear of mortality, Mm -hmm. because you know, we all, I want to live a long life. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I enjoy my 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. I'm enjoying my 60s. Hell, mm-hmm. I want to enjoy my 70s and 80s too, but I know that's jumping jim, ahead. So mm-hmm. I won't jump to that. But, you know, it really is. I want, I mean, I, I'm trying to position myself so that I can j- enjoy life, mm-hmm. being around brothers that's of various ages like the four of you are. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I can learn something
0: from all of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so uh, much. Yeah, 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 I appreciate it. Definitely. You know. I, I was, I'm going to, um I, we're we're closing off here, but I wanted to ask, like, one of the questions, I actually got this from my therapist. <laughs> I was talking to him about fear and things like that. And he was like, if all of your worst, outside of death, mm. if all of your worst fears were imagined, and you don't have to share them, but like, if all of your worst fears were imagined, would you be okay? No. Mm.
4: What do you say one more time?
0: If all of your worst fears were imagined, mm-hmm. would you would you be okay? Eventually, not not obviously not after right afterwards. Would you be okay?
1: Yeah.
5: Hmm. I think eventually, yeah, right think eventually. Because for me, it weighs heavy. Uh, like like most people, most of your fears. Your upbringing is heavily involved in your fears, right? That's what, cre- <laughs> right? That's what creates most of our fears. It is. It is. Yeah. it is. We grew up in uh, extreme poverty. Extreme. Mm-hmm. My biggest fear is being broke. Yeah. Right? Like being completely mm-hmm. broke. And would you eventually be okay and get out of it? Well, yeah, mm-hmm. you would, know, right? Almost everybody does. If you're like, you know, yeah. you apply X, Y, Z. But, um, yeah, that terrifies the shit out of yeah. me. Yeah. But at the moment up, no.
0: I I honestly don't think I would. I don't. I want to I want say I do. I. I want to say I'd be okay. I think having a family changes that answer for me. That's yeah.
3: right. You know That's what I'm right. saying? I think
0: That's having right. having my when you look at my you know you look at your kids, you look at your wife and everything. It just it it changes that, and I want to believe because that you you know being broke was a legit fear because yeah. I was that so like, but I ain't I ain't really broke no more, and I can lose that money and be. I, I'm a hustler. I get it back, right? Yeah. you know what I'm saying? I can lose all this shit. Get it back, but I can't get back my kids. Yeah, and nice. when I think of yeah. um, parents who were not as fortunate mm. as as even myself, right? Like people lose, you know, death happens. Young death happens, right? I, I why did I take any one of boys? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> and, look, and look how the universe laughed at you. <laughs> like, yeah. I two, it.
3: you get two. I'm, I'm
0: not only gonna give you one of them, give you two. two.
3: <laughs> mm. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I don't I don't know if I would be okay. To be honest with you, that's a big, mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: Because when you said, when, when you posed that question, mm-hmm. what immediately popped in my mind is, my, my boys would be dead, mm-hmm. would die, and my wife would die. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I do How do you come back from that? Yeah, how do you come I'm, back from that? I'm not Job. I'm not Job.
0: Speaking of which, like I, I, I yeah. remember that was one of the first things where I started decolonizing myself with Christianity because of the, one of the stories of the book of Job. And I remember they told me that, and I remember it being told to me as an inspirational story. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and I was like, like what?
0: nah, cuz I was like, what they're telling is, is terrible, is These though? hoes run like buses. It's like, How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think Joe kind of wanted his damn family back. Yo. They was like, but he got a new wife. Who gives a shit? Yo, the shit he lost? Uh, he lost? He lost, he lost, he lost. I just... was like, do you love me? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, man. not right now. I'm not worried about that. I just, like, you just killed my whole ass family. family. It took
2: like, all my wealth, it took, it took all of my
0: resources, it took everything. And, yeah. every yeah. and then like, it was like, but you got it back. No, I didn't. Like actually. on site.
5: On site. Exactly. Like, yeah. I, I did Come not on, right.
0: actually, I didn't. This wasn't like a situation where it's like, oh yeah. no, we're not cool it's after yeah. this, bro. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking, I was like, I got a new bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> Like no, I was like, this was. I was like, this is, yeah. I was like, this yeah. is horribly written. Yeah. I was like, Ain't no way I came up with a woman like my whole life had children with her. <laughs> God wipes out, and that's how like, like, you write me off. On
5: to the next one. No, nah, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, yeah. no,
0: there's no way. So yeah, I.
5: It's uh, <laughs> like season seven Game of Thrones writing, <laughs> it's right different. there. Is that the bad. Jesus, yeah. Right. yeah, season it's seven really Game of Thrones. That was, <laughs> that was bad, bro. Who wrote this shit? That was bad. And so yeah. that's. I think, me, that's mm. I think for me, that's.
0: I think for me, that's that. That would be the same way. I couldn't really. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to go. Home. I don't yeah, want to go home. Yeah, what is there? No, I wouldn't want to go home. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think that that for me is a. Supreme Fear. Um mm. and that's why I tell, I know people have survived horrible things before. Horrible things. So that's why it gets the I don't know. But it's a strong I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying cuz it can yeah, go either way.
3: It. Yeah.
2: Feel
0: it it can go either way. So I but I would I would never wish that on anybody. Never. Much- and we've all yeah. seen
2: people that lost children. Yeah. and some folk have. Fortunately, I have not witnessed this. Yeah. some folk have lost a second child. Mm-hmm. But I know, I know quite a few people that have mm-hmm. lost a child, mm-hmm. and it appears as if
5: they're going on. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but like you said, appeared right? We don't. know what's I, going You know, I on, did play strong. I, yeah.
2: if it, it appears. Yeah. Yeah. it appears. Yeah, like yeah. my uh yeah.
5: my my brother, he lost his uh, son, mm. uh, ten months old yeah uh, over the summer last summer damn um, yeah and like i don't i don't have any kids like i don't know how yeah. to you know what i mean and like do are you even beginning to like try to help somebody with? It, you a, know what i mean yeah. like that's the next level it
0: is so that's level, but it's a deep fear I, every father has that fear yeah every father has that fear that somewhere in the back it, it's something that we don't even like to tap into because mm-hmm. it will ruin our fucking day
5: so, <laughs> like, let me ask you this really yeah, quickly and yeah. then come to that. But, like, you say it was something we don't like to tap into. Mm-hmm. But is that part of the, like, allure of the fear, though? That you don't even delve into it? You don't even, you know what I mean? It is. I think mm. it is. It's yeah, that gives it more strength.
0: Yeah. Right? And I, I often think, you know, when I'm talking to my child about things that they're scared about, right? I tell them the opposite of fear is knowledge.
3: Mm. I was
0: like, the more you know about it, the more you're able to face it, the less you fear it. You know, I knew I, w- I used to be afraid of the dark until I found out what the dark was. <laughs> right, you know you, know what you sound like you know you sound right like now. a lot
5: of people went to college with LSU. Yeah, white yeah. people, white people, yes, who were afraid of black people because they didn't know. Mm-hmm. They um, had no idea, it right? The right, home they home got is. they got all of their ideas and stuff from media, from their parents, yeah. and grandparents. Mm-hmm. Like that was the idea of black people. Yeah, until they come into contact. You know what I mean? Exactly.
0: Yeah, but that's how it was when I went to Nickel State. It was very oh, absolutely. You, yeah, you go yeah. around white people, and this is some of their first time seeing black people in person here. Huh? It. <laughs> Yo, yeah. yes. he hit it though. That's real. Yeah. That,
5: that is, is real. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, they their hands will be all in your hand right exactly. now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like don't all know. that. I'll be like, no no, no, no,
3: you can't touch <laughs> my hair.
0: But yeah, I, I tell my 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 child like the opposite of fear is understanding. If you don't understand right. something, yeah, yeah. And, and if you fear it, let's let's take your time to understand it. And especially if it's something that's like domestic, right? If you fear like maybe how someone looks, maybe maybe things like that. Like, take your time get to know these things and understand it. Cause there's a universal understanding and the universal understanding is calming. Right. You know, I, I think that there's no reason to fear anyone. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, somebody say I fear nothing that bleeds, you know? Correct. Yeah. Except for bears.
1: Um, <laughs> sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of animals <laughs> I fear. There, there are <laughs> a lot of animals I fear.
3: <laughs> like I'm scared to think snake of snakes. Yeah, listen. Uh, really? Oh, god. Yeah, uh,
0: this is why uh, I don't gosh. go camping. I don't <laughs> go camping. I tell people camping is homeless cosplay. <laughs>
5: And I don't really, really yeah, really Yo, really my guy said homeless costume. Yeah, You're, no, You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Because if you You're wrong not
0: wrong, or, you don't really like, I wonder what it's like to have your lights turned out. I know already. I know already.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I know.
3: So
0: I don't really need oh, to yeah, like... But yeah. not have your lights turned out. I <laughs> yeah, 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 is like, oh yeah, what it's like to be around nature. Like, I know.
2: Roaches don't count. Yeah,
0: exactly. I know what it's like to sleep without resources. So I don't really need to like... I'm not, know, be
4: <laughs> I'm not. enticed by it's this. Like, I'm not, yeah. not. My dad would always yeah. say, "Don't fear animals, fear man." I'm like, "What if I fear them both?" Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The I mean, animal like, in man is yeah, what yeah, scares uh, me. Uh-huh. You talk
0: yourself maybe out of like violence and man, like, but I can't talk myself out of a polar bear.
5: It's <laughs> it's not, a, not, you the, not when it's hungry, get, bro. It's, it's, a it's like, and, it was and like, a polar bear does not need a gun to like fuck you up. It doesn't need a gun. It would probably literally throw the gun away just to New
2: Orleans for a
0: polar
5: bear.
0: So that was an unreal fear. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm
3: also,
0: I just know I'm not doing that like, yeah. Yeah. It's like hey Chris do you want to go riding around in Alaska not at all mm.
3: you know what I'm saying
0: or hey Chris if you see like a, a moose because have y'all ever seen moose in real they life they are big you know, as fuck big as shit they uh,
5: are massive
0: bro I'm never bro. doing that shit like, massive. like if I see a moose I'm gonna drive I'm gonna look I ain't gonna lie to you I'm gonna look. look it's crazy but, like but I'm, I'm good you know certain things are fascinating to look at from afar I remember the first time I seen a tornado. Ooh. And I was like, that is amazing. <laughs> <Yeah. Glory>. <laughs> 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 I
4: can pass on that experience. Well, oh, yeah. It could be the last test test test. Test. <laughs> The tornado test.
0: looks biblical. Like, it's oh, like, oh, wow. shit, That's God is made of it. Old, Old Testament. Old
5: Testament. <laughs> Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, you, yeah. You, oh, yeah. You yeah. send him back to his channel. Oh, yeah. I told yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I knew. Yeah. That's Old Testament right there. Smiting. right there Smiting.
0: This is back when God used to control all delete people.
3: yeah I uh, control all guilty, <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: no. like I don't like this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: refer to that way control <laughs> all but, you, but <laughs> you know what's <laughs>
5: crazy is that growing up with that especially the biblical aspect yeah. like all those fears that's why I am like I was talking about earlier yeah the way I do approach life the way I do now like mm-hmm. with no fears Cause bro, yeah. like yeah, yeah. my entire childhood, I thought at any moment the sky <laughs> yeah, was gonna open up and swallow yeah. everybody. You know not what I mean? Addition,
0: we had hurricanes to do. With, Yo, in like, addition, anytime, and,
5: and we were both like in very, very like uh, violent, violent area, yeah. like New Orleans yeah. and Baton Rouge are violent. And the as crazy shit, part is,
0: man. I think the old folks used to blame us for the for the upcoming, the pending um, Armageddon. <laughs> <really> um, <laughs> he was like, you know, they murdering <laughs> our people. That, that mean Jesus coming back, y'all. I'm like, you no, know, like are we did this. Like, is this the crazy? Part is how we the. It for me, it's the um, cognitive dissonance. Like yep. you ever seen the people go like um, the, the 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 Muslim extremists, right? Mm-hmm. The Muslim extremists, you know, there's like the holy jihad and they they do the um, the, the suicide bombings, yep. right? Yeah. And I was like, how is this different from the people who praise in church talking about the impending um, getting of Jesus? Mm-hmm. Right? They were like, Jesus coming back, because we all know if you, it's not. Here. First of all, it's not in the book, but like according to lore, when Jesus comes back we're all done. Yeah, we're it's fun. like yeah, we're it's fun. the it's fun. like the third act of Kill Bill. <laughs> he, he, he's like, y'all tried to murder me. Yeah, it should go off. Everybody dies. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like, and oh. we're like phrasing that and I'm like, and I remember sitting in church like, I don't know if I want that, y'all. I'm not cool like, with Jesus this. Jesus kind of hold up for like 80 years. I just kind of want to live this life. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they're be just like, Jesus coming back soon, y'all, and it's over. And I'm like, I don't know if I want that.
4: <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like a, cable. I'm just finding my foot. Like yeah, I'm, like, I'm going like to take streaming. a stab like, in the dark. Yeah. Um, Southern Baptist. At 100%, man. <laughs> 100%. So that's fire awesome. and brimstone. Yeah,
0: fire oh and brimstone. my goodness. And okay. to do it. And so, but Pentecostal. One of the other. I was
2: cost? Yeah, you, no, no, no. I'm I'm you no, knew I'm it. No, you were Pentecostal. The Baptists were not. No, not that hardcore. We weren't that hardcore. Not on no, that. Yo, I'm almost
5: 40. I've never seen my mom in anything but a or dress. Wow. she's, she's never bad. worn wow. yeah is she
2: still living yeah
0: absolutely
5: oh, yeah. yeah she's almost 70 she's never mm-hmm. worn pants in my lifetime huh? wow yeah man. that's, that's like yeah. no piercings but like they, no they, makeup my mom's yeah. never bought makeup man wow. yeah but they yeah, drive it's just a different world
0: and yeah, i think absolutely. to the point like a lot of a lot of that what, what we were raised the way they used to try to keep us in line is to drive our fear, fear. that's it
4: yeah. you know
0: and and it was their way. Yeah. it was
2: their way of coping because yeah. they yeah. face i mean needless to say i'm older but I know my parents faced some serious, some serious white folk challenges. Oh, yeah. absolutely! I mean, I can yeah. I can only imagine, yeah. you know, because to have to be subservient to them. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know, that had to. I, I can't imagine how my mom and dad did it. I never forget that my father, back in the '60s, probably like oh, he died in '69, so probably like '67. We went on our first trip to my grandmother's house, his mother's house in Alabama.
3: Mm-hmm. We were driving,
2: <laughs> and uh, we would stop, fill up with gas, then drive a couple of miles down the road to relieve ourselves. Now, we were we had the right to use the bathroom mm-hmm. at that Gulf service station, but
5: you were smart enough mm-hmm. not to.
2: Mm-hmm. No, my daddy was. Your daddy, yeah. My daddy was. You know, we would open the car door. Do what yep. we had to do. The ladies would do what they had to do. Mm-hmm. We'd turn our heads and everybody did it. And it was, and, and I guess I thought that's the way it was done in all honesty. I thought that, that's the you did it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until 10, 15 years later it dawned on me, wait a minute. We could have gone in that gas station, but it could have also been the end of one of our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to be safe, yeah. he just said, yes, sir. Pay for the
5: gas,
3: mm-hmm.
2: moved on, didn't mm-hmm. dare ask, can I use the bathroom? It's yeah. crazy mm-hmm. when
5: you have to think about that with every situation you're in, right? Yeah. And like, just something okay. as simple as going to pee. Like, yeah. You yeah. have to, like, think deeply about that and mm-hmm. your safety
0: in your life. And that's, that's crazy because that's Alabama terrible. in the 60s, which this is prime racism, like, this is like, not, nah, I mean, all of his no no,
5: it's the LeBron James racism. Yeah, it's, Alabama in the Alabama 60s the is like, 60s. yo, they're putting up Kobe numbers.
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> are, oh, <laughs> oh,
5: wow. Yo, that's Kobe yeah, numbers. Yeah, Alabama just, in the 60s, the racism.
2: Even though, you know, Mississippi got a large yeah, black I, I'm population. i am let you. But they saw Jackson. Black still yo, I know. In the year yes. 20. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, 24, They still found 215
0: dead bodies. Behind the jail. Behind the jail in Mississippi. In Jackson, Mississippi
2: to the capital. Yes. Yep. Mississippi, I think about the population is about 30% black. Yeah. M- more. Really? No, it's more. It's yeah. more. It
5: is more than, more than 30% more than black. Yeah, it's close than
2: to black. 50. It's yeah. 40 to 50% black. But 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 we still get back. Yeah.
0: That's it. Here's the thing. It's more than black. Do I feel comfortable driving through
5: that? <laughs> no. Mm. No. Well, you shouldn't. No, because slavery
0: just ended like 10 years ago there.
5: (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, they
3: still live. Yo, Southern southern slavery is different. No
5: joke.
0: It's (laughs) just off the books as of 2014. Yeah. Yeah, like... And I was like, how y'all, never mind. That's how y'all forget that. Never mind. Because I used to be like, how did y'all, and I was like, Chris, this is Washington Chris talking. I'm so sorry. I was like, (laughs) Southern Chris knows. Like, I know exactly why them them rules wasn't off the board. And Louisiana's not much,
5: much better, right? Not at all. So, like, eight years ago, a bunch of high schools in uh, West Feliciana Paris and East Feliciana, the Feliciana Parishes in Louisiana, (laughs) Mm -hmm. they just desegregated their proms. Jeez. Wow! Oh my God! Are y'all listening to
0: me? Yeah! Ridiculous. Yeah!
5: They had segregated proms like eight years ago. Mm. Yeah, that's Georgia, nuts. Georgia
2: had that too. There, there was a county in Georgia that had segregated proms also
5: up until in the two thousands.
2: That's yeah, nuts, that's man!
5: <laughs> because a lot of times you hear about all this stuff yeah. and you think in your head, "Oh, the nineteen fifties oh, yeah, are wild, like 2000s. <laughs> nah, man." Just, man uh, I, you know what? But key,
0: you know what? I'm not it's, mad at segregation at this. <laughs> moment. Like, I'm just, not mad at you know, segregation. just don't take. Our, you know, don't play our music. Y'all can yeah, just have a, y'all can style. have Toby Keith. Yeah, don't take our rhythm. And, yeah, yeah. You can yeah, have Toby Keith and that guy. You know, try that in a small town all day. Mm. Our shit gonna be lit. You know what I'm
5: saying? Like,
0: our party's gonna be. But boring. I
5: don't want you here playing at your games in nope. your stadiums. Like, nope. I don't yep. want to see your cheerleaders doing a dance oh, routine to that. it. Like, you know what I mean? None of that. Yeah, yeah. All it's that's not gonna be
0: boring. Like, if you keep it white, I need it to be. I need y'all school to look like Bridges of Madison County. Day. You know, uh, Legends of the Fall Bad. And well, y'all can there do you that. Go, yeah, river dancing. Exactly. Yeah, okay. river go river dance somewhere else, bro. <laughs> have a field day. Yeah. <laughs> have a field day. But nah, y'all not y'all can't have what we have. Huh. So but yeah. So anyway. Fear is terrible, guys. And I think that <laughs> it is. <laughs> we have to like uh, so so I'm going to leave with this last question before we head out. Uh, what's a
1: fear that you're proud to overcome? Hmm. I would think for me, like taking on the inter- internship to be like an audio engineer, mm. I feel like I was, well, I'm a very like introverted person. Mm-hmm. So like having to deal with other egos all the time kind of got me out of my shell and like, I could see like back then a couple years ago, I probably wouldn't be doing that. But like mm-hmm. to see myself now, like it's crazy to 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 think that I was able to get over that hump. Mm-hmm. I think that was amazing. It's and awesome. uh, I'm like proud to do that. So that's, good. that's yeah. good. What about
2: you? I guess this probably does not sound like a fear here in Why it's probably doesn't sound like a fear I should have had yeah. here in 2023. But being from the era that I was, and I debated if I was going to share this with you guys, but I'm going to go ahead and share it because I guess Mm -hmm. it was a fear and I think I've gotten over it. What the hell? Let even more folk know about it. Mm. I was illegitimate. Mm. You know? Really? Mm. Man. But that's not a big deal here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. That's fair. fair. You You know, it took me... I probably did not admit that and probably if you listen to some things I said during this session here I did use my parents. Mhm. You know. Yeah. There were no parents. Yeah. I did I, my father my father was a real person and mm-hmm. I really didn't know who my father was. Mm-hmm. But my parents were not married which I guess that really yeah. screwed that really screwed with me. Mm-hmm. That messed me up. And so uh Yes, that was the biggest, one of the biggest fears that I had. And I am proud to say, for the most part, mm-hmm. for the most part, I've overcome it. But it was, it was a major one for me. And like I said, I don't, really, I don't really know how these kids are going to really deal with all this baby mama mess that we have today. I think that maybe mine was to one extreme— but now it's to another extreme. Oh, that's your daddy. 10, oh, that's your kids. mama. Yeah. Huh?
1: They got 10, 15 kids. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. I I, I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna all work mm-hmm. with their psychic when there mm-hmm. is you know, because I think I think there's something yeah. to be said about having a core yeah. and not having folks speak to some speak of someone as if uh they weren't that important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how saying that's your baby mama. That's your baby daddy. Yeah. That really yeah. don't sound. Yeah, good. yeah.
0: I yeah. think. I think in in a lot of ways, the culture has changed in such dramatic fashion. And I say that as a person who is married to his wife and his children. Right. Like I'm married. I have a very tradi- upstanding, upstand. Like I, like on the surface, I have a very traditional right. looking family. Core, but we are right. very non traditional in general. So like, I think in the ways of of, of the world now, it's it's not frowned upon for people to not have that like nuclear family, because we're, we're very much more, ironically, we're kind of going back to the days of the community-based, hmm. right? So it may not be a marriage per se, but you may have more people who may um have multiple kids. Or multiple. You have a lot of blended families, right? That's what they call them, blended families. It so is, you have a lot more hard. blended families. And so you may have people who may be raising other people's kids. You may have situations where people are co-parenting successfully, And it's not looked at in the way of, oh, this is the bastard child or anything like that. That's very old world. It's very Mm -hmm. like uh, religious exceptionalism, things like that, because it's always looked upon as if someone is born out of marriage and somehow they are unpure. And I think that that leads to that toxicity that we Mm -hmm. used to have in the old world to make people feel less than because they did not look right in the eyes of what a man thought. Mm That pushes you know, you away and, from um, the church. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now I think it is more accepted. People feel more accepted in general when, because I'm am a child of a non-married. Like my dad was a hoe. <laughs> 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 no,
3: no, no, to all who listening, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh. You know, what I mean? oh, so like yeah.
0: you know, but yeah. I was I was never made to feel any different. Mm. You know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a goddamn blessing.
2: I wasn't made to feel different. No, you were. I wasn't made to feel different. Yeah. But you I felt it. But society yeah. felt yeah. it. Because yeah. when I went to school, yeah. folk had mamas and daddies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm sitting here with no daddy. hmm And so here I'm so so I ended up creating mm-hmm. or talking about one. That was non-existent. Yeah. And I was in my 20s and 30s still mm-hmm. doing that. talking
0: about it. Yeah. Right. And I think for, for me, being born in the 80s, I think I was born in the beginning of the age of um, irresponsibility amongst mm-hmm. a lot of black men. I think that I my age, if you were born in like the early 80s late 70s, it was not uncommon for you to not have the traditional family dynamic. I, you know, they used to have those like specials where like, I was born without a dad. And it's like, yeah, my whole neighborhood didn't have a dad live with them. I didn't have, I had a group of friends and maybe one of us, maybe one or two of us had their dad live with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, when no one has it, you don't feel bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so we. But a lot of it had to do with the prison system. Mm-hmm. Uh, the prison, a lot mm-hmm. of it had to do with the, the drug it's epidemic. Ho- yeah, yeah. I crack, to say crack literally, epidemic crack epidemic. epidemic had, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Massive. You know, not my dad. He wasn't on drugs. He was just hoeing. But like <laughs> other people.
5: <laughs> That's the hardest. And the and the just, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the hardest, hardest
3: drug, drug <laughs> you said hoeing. Oh, the hardest drug. <laughs> Ain't no rehab for that one. Ain't no rehab
5: for that one. an Still going strong. The hardest <laughs> drug in
3: the game.
0: But like but I, the pun. Uh, huh? Yeah, still <laughs> pun, like, yeah. <laughs> But I think honestly, yeah, with yeah. the welfare um system and things like that, that it was definitely aimed at destroying mm. that rhetoric of yeah. family. Mm. And also the destruction of um the the mill system in, in middle class homes, right? Because you couldn't re- remember back in the day you can be able to earn a living without a college degree?
3: Yeah. Yep. You factory job. Factory job. Yep.
0: You can get a factory job and all those things, and they destroyed that. Mm. But we never had that mm. down south hardly. No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> factory <laughs> <factories, no. laughs> It was in the mm. Midwest. It was a reason to move from places. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. you, we we all remember the Great Migration where people moved up there to the Chicago, 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 Chicago Louis, Cleveland, yep, Detroit. Detroit. All of it, all that, yeah. you know, and, of and, and, and people were able to make it. And also, there were some cases where fathers went away to, to those places to get that money and send back to their family and come mm-hmm. back. You know, you know, all those things. And then that was systematically destroyed. You know? And I think that, like, so part of that has a thing. But I, I do think that now fatherhood is like, you, you would be hard-pressed to find black deadbeat dads now. Hmm. I think hard pressed to find it now. To find it now, I would say in our generation, yeah. we we back, baby. We we fathers. At least at least yeah, the, one of the things I see more. My don't listen to the news. Yeah, I don't, don't listen Black to the news. Are there, man. We out here. We are. We, there are more fathers than I ever seen. Well, I, I will. I will agree. We are taking an active role. I will yes. agree with that.
2: Yes. But I, I think there's still a there's still some issues. Yeah, don't, I don't, mean there's always
5: going to be some, right? There, I but I think something. what's happening now was that there's more dudes like us yeah. who even if you have a friend who's like even like slightly on a deadbeat path you're like yo what the fuck <laughs> Yeah, what, yo, you what mean, do you mean yo, yeah yeah I, I think the accountability that. like you yes, know what I mean yeah. is much higher now exactly. than yeah, it used it. to be because you used to be like yo you talk to blah blah like <laughs> yeah. your baby mama I ain't talked to him like two or three months like, <laughs> what hey, you doing whatever. fam I keep wow. yeah but yeah I'm I feel like that's part of my friends yeah I I don't
0: hang with deadbeat dad absolutely please absolutely I think that's a huge part of it yeah so I think that's part of it I think that we've all True. We are a product of a lot of those those parents, yeah. and so I, I do think that all the time, with, especially when it comes to fear and trauma, you have roads that you can go, you can you can choose from. You can either let that pain consume you and become the exact thing that you hated, mm-hmm. or you can learn from it and grow from it, right? And you can become the thing like I'm the father that I've never been. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I and that was the way I had to um, I had to heal my pain because I had pain. About not being connected to my father and having a, a, a very volatile stepfather, because not only did I not have a father, I had my replacement father was terrible. Trash. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> so I was like, oh great, yeah. <laughs> because I needed I needed to put my life on difficult mode for some reason. But like, but with that, it gives me um and not saying that I, I think that because fuck that I ain't not want that shit anyway. But like, yeah. I do think that I take that. And it, it's a reminder to be good to my kids yeah. because I know what it's like to not have that safety. You know what I'm saying? I know what it's like to not be present, to have somebody not be present for you. So in that case, I, I father my kids. I'm there for my kids. and it, It's important for me to be there for my kids because I know what it's like to not have that away. Right. And now uh, and I hope they take that lesson with them. Right now, they're a little spoiled.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but that's OK. That's yeah, they're
2: ruined. Yeah, and they are. They are. We yeah. we ruin them
5: because we love them. Yeah, exactly. It yeah, is. but what a good problem to have though, right? It's, yeah, it's because, brand because brand yeah. yeah, think about like you know what I mean. Twenty, thirty years ago, like it's hard for a black parent, but like oh yeah, I spoiled <laughs> my kid. Like that wasn't a common thing. Yeah. but now mm-hmm. we can't do this
0: shit. Mm-hmm. Right? It is, it is, man. So man, thank y'all all so much for coming in and talking with me. I appreciate us talking about fear. This was actually um, relieving for me because I usually I don't really like get a chance to talk about my fears like that, but. I appreciate all y'all for sharing and thank all of you. I hope y'all all all get a chance to come back again and talk some more things, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been another episode of the Big Brother Club for grown men. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, we out. Get it. Uh,